Coming up next on The Jeff Curley Show, you're going to meet a nationally known consultant who works with the next generation of leaders. Her story just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Curley, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is The Jeff Crilly Show. Well, you see this all the time in America. You have a, a great car salesperson, and that person gets promoted to manager. They've never read a management book. They have no idea what they're doing. They're very good at selling cars, but they can't lead a team. So what happens to a person like that? Sometimes they bring in a, a, a consultant like my next guest, Courtney Ramsey. She is a talent development consultant and speaker. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you very much for having me, Jeff. It's a pleasure. Well, so the story I told at the top, it rings true. I mean, a lot of people get bumped up because they're good exactly. at their job, but they never have read a management book. That's exactly right. Nor have they had any sort of experience along the way that would prep them to be ready for that role. And yet here they are, sink or swim, right? Yeah. And often mm -hmm. it's difficult because you maybe you have a, a young person getting promoted and they're trying to manage a team of baby boomers who are like, why, why should I listen to you? You're 23 years old. Uh, that's so true. I work with a major retailer here in the Texas area. It's, it's one of the favorite grocery stores, if you know what I'm saying, <laughs> who's based here in Texas. And they had that exact same issue. They promote these high potential, great individual contributors to the next role. And then what happens is half the time those people are managing, you know, 55, 65, 70 year olds sometimes. And they're 21. Yes. And they're trying to figure out how to make that work. Absolutely. We're going to mm -hmm. hold that thought where we'll be get right. We'll get right back to that. But I found a great sizzle reel. Let's go ahead and roll that now. You know, we've all felt it. In fact, I bet it happened to you just this morning. You're laying in bed and it is seriously a magical feeling. The room temperature's just right. The sheets somehow got softer than they were the night before. But then it hits you. Any second, your alarm clock's about to go off. Can I get a big hand raised, my fellow snoozers? Yes, you guys. Yes, you guys. So here's the thing. I'm realizing lately that snooze buttons don't just exist on our alarm clocks, right? Snooze buttons actually exist in everyday life. What is something that immediately popped in your head as a conversation you're snoozing on when we first started talking about this topic? I would love for you to turn to a neighbor really briefly and just share that thing that you're snoozing on. No matter what you're snoozing on, we have to stop doing it because real talk gets real results. Just like, just like we said earlier, it doesn't get any easier. It really doesn't. You always have to muster up that courage to stop hitting snooze no matter how many years you've been a leader of people. 
Start calling out that intention before you have the conversation. Maybe it's even before you ask a certain question. Help the other person understand where you're coming from outright, and you will notice things get a lot smoother. What is something you want to try? To take a leap of faith, to take the lead, but you are holding back because of fear. And this is the sixth time that I'm coming in a leadership conference and this is the first time I speak in a microphone, so. Wow. <laughs> so today, I just wanna take the time to encourage you to be courageous and to stop hitting snooze because it's time. It's time to step up it's time to act with courage. It's time to do things differently. You with me? Yeah. See, I've always admired people who have the gift uh, to speak and compel an audience. I mean, have you oh, always you. had a talent in this area? You know, it's, I, I feel like it's something that I've always been apt to do. I mean, back in the eighth grade, I gave my first impromptu speech in my English class, and it did not go as, as well as it could have. But I really loved the idea of it. So that's what actually made me pursue speech, drama, and debate in high school. And here we are years and years and years later. <laughs> and I love it that you tailor your speech to your audience. It's not a cookie cutter approach. In yeah. fact, uh, if you go to her website, there's all these testimonial videos. Here's one. Hi, I'm Bob Sullivan, I'm with Yale University, and we loved Courtney's presentation. And actually, the, all my managers here from Yale University, and we've actually brought eight people down to NACUPS this year, which is a lot. Um, we're still sitting at the table talking about the presentation and about the little things that we can do as far as, you know, uh, creating those carrots, those mini carrots, as you said, um, about what we can do to make lives better for both our employees and actually for the management as well. So. So it was a great, uh, so, so thank you, Courtney. It was a great presentation. So Courtney, how does one know when they need to bring in a consultant or a speaker like you? Mm -hmm. I think you realize when, when there's something not right with your team, right? A lot of times we see someone that we thought was gonna be a rock star in this leadership role, and we see that they're really stressed, they're drowning. I call it wearing the cape. They, they're still trying to wear the cape and be the superhero all by themselves, mm -hmm. and they don't realize that their job has changed. So no longer am I the superhero capable of doing everything on my own. Now my job has changed to being a leader of people, where my job is to develop them to be the superheroes and have yes. them be the ones doing all the work, and I get results through them. That's a hard shift to make. Sure. So you you bring some, someone like me in when you have a group of people who need those leadership skills that maybe you meant to give them when they were still an individual contributor, right. but you never got around to it. And now we're expecting them to do miracles. And I know, Courtney, that imposter syndrome is a big thing. And uh, I think your team can sense fear. Mm -hmm. Your team can sense mm -hmm. when it feels like you're making it up. So True. Uh, teaching the next generation of leaders how to have swagger and confidence even yeah. if their internal monologue is, I'm not worthy, I shouldn't be here. So true. It's so true. One of the classes I teach that I really love is emotional intelligence, where we start to talk about how, what I like to call the coach and the critic, right? We have the coach who builds you up, just like a really good coach on the football field. And then we have the critic who says, Shh, 
you can't do that. Who are you, right? We talk about those voices inside your head that you really have to make sure you're paying attention to and you're, you're reframing what that critic is telling you because it can get to you and it can, it can weigh you down. Absolutely. We're going to go to uh, her website and we're going to sc scroll down the homepage because one, I, I want to compliment you. It's really well put together. It's very Thank clean you. and easy to read. What are, uh, here are some of your more popular programs. Mm -hmm. You're being brought in to speak most of the time about what? Mm -hmm. So typically I'm bringing, people are bringing me in to talk about things that we should be doing that we're not. You probably heard me say a couple of times, we need to quit hitting snooze on mm -hmm. things. My philosophy there is that just like, you know, when we're getting up in the morning, we hit the snooze button, we just want nine more minutes to just stay in bed, right? We know we have to eventually get up, but we can't, we hit the snooze button. We do the same thing at work every day typically on the things that matter most. So for example, employee development, we like to hit this news button on employee development saying, we're gonna get the debt tomorrow. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll get around to helping that person become a leader of people one day. And then we don't ever get around to it because we had so many other fires we're putting out. Then we promote that person into a leadership role and they're not ready. So things like employee development, having crucial, tough conversations, you know, coaching and delivering feedback. Um, even something as simple as employee recognition and appreciation. Those are all three crucial things that we put off. So they bring me in to help leaders understand we have to start focusing more on results and focus a little bit less on the, re re uh, the relationships, rather focus on re relationships and a little bit less on the results because the relationships is where it all starts. Sure. The people and, side. And uh, I might point out that you're saving the company um, a fortune because yeah. the number one reason employees quit or quiet quit is because right. they have a bad boss. Absolutely. So, and they don't feel appreciated. They don't feel like there's a path for them to grow into whatever it is they want to do with that company. You're exactly right. And you would think about it at a minimal, most of the time when a frontline employee leaves, that, that company is basically writing a check for five grand because mm -hmm. that's what it's going to take to bring someone else in when it's all said and done. So sure. yeah, my goal is to come in and save a company, you know, at least 50 grand, if not more, just in the ROI that I would bring to them. Absolutely. And, the, and quitting can be contagious. Uh, once an mm. employee quits, especially if it's abruptly, it causes the other employees to say, ooh, is something wrong here? Maybe exactly. I should be looking over the fence for greener pastures too. Mm -hmm. uh, let's talk about your best-selling book. I'm gonna, we're going to put it on the screen. Share Your Genius, 35 Tips to Create Training That Transforms. Mm -hmm. You wrote that a few years ago. Tell us about the book. I did. So the book is really around a lot of questions I was constantly asked as someone who does create custom training and custom keynote speeches for my clients. Um, my history, we were talking about this earlier, my history is working in corporate development for major companies here in the Dallas Metroplex. And strangely enough, when I was with those companies, we had to do it all. So we had to evaluate the training need, we had to write the training, we had to deliver the training, and then we had to start the whole process over again. And I picked up some really great skills around that. So that book is kind of meant to be like the go-to source for someone who has to create their own training program and doesn't really know where to start. Sure. And I love that about you, that you've walked more than a mile in their shoes, because there's many consultants that we both know that uh, they never ran a company. They never led a team. Uh, they've read some books on it. They may have even written a book on it. But until you actually can empathize with your audience, oh, yeah. uh, you know, you, I, I question your ability to, to actually have effective training. It's true. It's true. And, you know, sometimes it's funny. I think speakers and trainers like me get into the business of helping the people they once were. And I got to be honest with you, even as a leadership trainer, when I had to step up and lead my own team, it was much more difficult than I thought it would be. 
And I was the one who had been training other leaders to become leaders. So you would think of all people, I should have had the skill. Yeah. But like I like to say, knowing is not doing. They're two very different things. So and, it is difficult. And I think I, I could make a case that leading today is more difficult than it ever has been. Because mm -hmm. when I was growing up, uh, it, it was the my way or the highway boss, mm -hmm. and that doesn't play very well. Ooh, not anymore. <laughs> so, so uh, in the little time we have left, give some uh, advice to uh, managers uh, mm -hmm. out there on, um, you know, what are some things that they could be doing in terms of empathy and working with their team yeah. to get everybody on board. Gotcha. So if I had to speak directly to the leaders, especially my brand new leaders, start to realize that then again, that the paradigm has changed, your job has changed. So you're not really focusing on delivering results just on your own anymore. It's really about your people delivering those results and you have to have solid relationships with those people. So prioritize relationships and start to really get to know your people on a more personal level because that's really what our workforce nowadays is looking for. It's, it's not a one size fits all approach. If I was looking to talk to the leaders of leaders, I would say make sure we are doing everything we can to give our people the right skills that they need to be successful in their job. So if you're not doing something where you have a structured training program for your high potentials to go through, if you don't have the basics of, of what maybe a delegation class or a coaching or a feedback class for someone who just got promoted to that new leader role, definitely partner with someone like me to start thinking through how could we implement that? Mm. Outstanding. You've been a great guest. We're going to end with the website, which is CourtneyRamseySpeaks.com. The great Courtney Ramsey. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you again. Appreciate it. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.